The Word of God that forms the basis of our meditation today is our Old Testament lesson. I read you verses 1 through 3. Arise, shine, your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. This covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the peoples. But the Lord rises upon you, and his glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. This is our text. Would you pray with me? Father in heaven, whenever we gather together in your name, around your word, and sacraments, you come to us. You shine the light of your love and grace into our hearts, and you help us uh, understand and appreciate you all the more. Bless our time together today that uh, your word would not return to you void, but always accomplish that for which it was sent. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So today's Epiphany, and I thought it'd be nice if you knew what uh, a good working definition of Epiphany was. An epiphany is a manifestation of the divine or sudden perception of a thing's essential meaning or nature and calls for a response. Can you have an epiphany about an epiphany? I think so. I think if Pastor Prem was honest, we would say periodically, especially when we work with very familiar texts, what is it to say, all of a sudden the Spirit will give us an opportunity to, oh, I can see how this could be presented. That's another way of thinking about it. I mean, after all, the last time you guys experienced an epiphany service, I guess, was last year. You're older now. You've had more experiences. Today's an opportunity for that message, again, to be heard, and by God's grace, you come to see Maybe what you didn't see before, or what you saw before, but only in a better light. An epiphany. Some divine thing occurs. We look at it. And in the middle of that Bethlehem star, what do we see? We see the cross of our Savior. We see the one who's come into this world, not just to be a sign, not just to be a, a focus of attention. He came on here on a mission. To accomplish for us what we cannot accomplish for ourselves. To be God's Messiah. The one that comes into the world to save all people. And so, right there in that star of Bethlehem, we see not just a little baby, but we see the man who came to be our Savior. Sadly... There are many people that don't know this. They they don't understand it. I mean, when you think about it, every Christmas it seems like the media places a great deal of attention, emphasis, if you will, on the celebration of Christ's birth around the world. There's articles that are written. There's news posts. pieces that are broadcast, uh, worship services that are beamed across the continents. In fact, I just saw yesterday that the uh, patriarch of Bethlehem was in Bethlehem for a service. Now, when you know what's going on over there right now, that's a pretty significant thing. But again, what are we doing? We're talking about Christ. It's being broadcast around the world. And yet it's kind of difficult to understand that there are still countless people who do not know of Christ's birth or his death or his resurrection. 
I wonder sometimes if that's a part of the where that we experience. We know this to be true. And yet, there are so many that don't that maybe we scratch our heads sometimes and wonder, is it really true? Maybe it puts us in a situation where, boy, there's so many people that don't know, who am I to tell them? Or, or do I have the right words to explain to them? That's for this reason, I believe, that, that Jesus gave the Great Commission. Now, this was given at the end of his ministry on earth, right before he ascends into heaven. He came to his Jewish disciples and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. Did you pick that out? He's speaking to his disciples, and he says, you're going to make disciples of all nations, of all peoples, of all ages. That's the mission of the church. That's what we're to do. In the very beginning, this ministry went out not only to the local Jewish population of Jerusalem, but as persecution hit, it began to spread throughout the, the empire. But don't overlook the indisputable fact that Christ came to save all people everywhere, regardless of race or culture, all nations. God chose to reveal the birth of his son also to Jews and Gentiles alike. Call it an epiphany, if you will. But there out in this shepherd's domain, all of a sudden what appears in the sky are angels proclaiming what? I bring you good tidings, I bring you good news of great joy that shall be for all people. That includes us. The Jewish Messiah was the Messiah of all the world. And that is good news. It's announced to the shepherds who were Jewish shepherds at the time. And yet, what do we have? We have an epiphany. A manifestation of the divine or sudden perception of a thing's essential meaning or nature and calls for a response. What was the response of the shepherds? Well, the shepherds said one to another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. To be able to understand the coming of the Christ child, the, the fulfillment of the Old Testament prophecies about the salvation, not only of the Jews, but of the Gentiles as well, there's a response. Well, this isn't the only epiphany. Of course, today we celebrate the epiphany of God appearing to the Magi in the form of a star, the Gentiles, if you will. Matthew records it. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem. Why? Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose, and we have come to worship him. These Gentiles were led to the Christ child through the words of Holy Scripture. If you remember, Herod gathered together the teachers of the law, 
the Pharisees to determine, do we know where this Messiah is to be born? And they go ahead and they quote Micah chapter 5. But you, Bethlehem Ephrathah, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from old, from ancient times. Now, both the Jewish shepherds and the Gentile magi were moved by their, the epiphany. The Shepherds, as we know, after they had seen the Christ child, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. They couldn't keep it inside. They had something to share. It was good news. And they excitedly shared with anyone who would listen what they saw, not only out in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night, but also what they saw in the manger. He's here, the promised one. He has come. What a wonderful epiphany. But it wasn't just them. Again, once the Magi found the location, what did they do? Well, they went to see the baby. And they presented Jesus with gifts of gold, of frankincense, and myrrh. And they worshipped him. Traveling somewhere between 800 and 1,000 miles, taking them close to two years, they needed to go and see this thing that had appeared and once they got there, they were moved to share their gifts and their worship of the promised one. An epiphany, a manifestation of the divine or sudden perception of a thing's meaning or nature that calls for a response. Epiphany of our Lord continues today. In fact, right now, if we're doing an okay job, it happens here. The prophet Isaiah spoke about it. Here he is prophesying about the people of God. In the Old Testament, those were the true believers, or what we would call true Israel. In the New Testament, the Israel, or true believers, are called the church. He says, arise and shine, your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. Think about that for a second. Arise and shine. Your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. That's happening now. It's a matter of fact. Now, you may say to yourself, oh, but I don't see it. That doesn't mean it's not there. I don't feel it. That's one of the great tools of the evil one is to mess with your feelings, to somehow or another to convince you that it's real for you when you feel it as opposed to it's real for you because God says it. I said it. I meant it. Arise. Your light has come. And the glory of the Lord rises upon you. And yet there are still too many who have not heard the good news of Christ's birth. Why is that? See, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the people. When you think about the Magi, Jerusalem is only about six miles away from Bethlehem. The Magi show up. They say that the, 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 the promised one has come. We've come to worship, and where is he? They say it's in Bethlehem. And who goes to Bethlehem? 
just the Magi. Did Herod go? No. Did Herod see this as a wonderful sign? No. What really surprises me are the chief priests, those who knew God's word, those who knew where to locate the birth of the Christ child. They knew it was Bethlehem, and yet there's no record that they went. Darkness covers the earth, sick, thick darkness over all people. Right there, and yet they didn't. Maybe they couldn't go. Maybe it was out of fear of Herod. Maybe it was just straight out unbelief that it could be happening to them now. We see that in the world today. Probably a part of the answer that we had when we have so much news out there concerning the coming of the Christ child. It's on TV. It's on the computer. I shouldn't have said that. I don't really do the computer that well for news, but you know what I mean. It's out there. People can know this stuff. And it, they don't want to. Uh, a Messiah that has come to forgive my sins? Well, I, I'm not a sinner. At least not one that needs this special Messiah. I just need some worker on the rough edges. Do I need God's Son to come to the world for all of me? I, I can't see it. I'm looking for a different kind of joy. Not the joy in the birth of a Savior. Darkness is out there. Be aware of that so when you confront it, you're not thinking to yourself, oh, is my epiphany wrong? Or is my epiphany that God has given to me through his word the very light that I take out into that darkness? The very light that God uses to share his kingdom with all people. But the Lord rises upon you and his glory appears over you. Notice what Isaiah is saying here. First he says, arise and shine your light has come. The glory of the Lord rises upon you. Then he lays out the facts of the situation is that the world in which we live in is darkened. Thick darkness. You can walk up to people and talk about Christmas and there are people that go, well, that's a, that's a national holiday. What? I saw that. I actually saw that. It's like, you don't know that Christmas is about Jesus? No. It's a holiday. Yeah, that's true too, but it's about the birth of Jesus. Really? The Old Testament prophet Isaiah saw it. I think we experience it. But the Lord rises upon you and his glory appears over you. Right now, sitting where you're at. I don't know what your thoughts are right now, but the epiphany thought is that God is with you. He's watching over you. His glory overshadows you. There's nothing for you to be afraid of. Satan comes in and wants to guilt you into thinking that you don't have a, a stance before God. And yet the Savior still comes. The Savior still says it's two people like you, the Gentiles, that the word of God has also come. Notice that 
the angels no longer are speaking from the heavens, nor is there star that leads people to Christ. But God has given us, his people, the means of grace, his word and his sacraments. And it's through these that the Holy Spirit leads people to faith in Jesus as their Savior and Lord. So God doesn't use angels or stars to announce the birth. He uses us, Christians, believers. In faith, we have heard that message of Jesus Christ through the word. I'd like to think that you've seen evidences of God's purpose and power working in your life and the lives of others. And you've knelt before the Lord God in worship. You declare the wonders of the Christ to to those who have not heard the good news of Jesus Christ by your actions and by your words. You are God's instruments to share the gospel of Christ, to be, if you will, little epiphanies in the lights of others. And that by itself may be epiphany for you. You know, epiphany in an epiphany. Nations will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your dawn. This was the prophet Isaiah speaking before the time of Jesus' arrival. Nations will come to your light, kings to the brightness of your dawn. The Magi have arrived. The message of Jesus isn't just for the Jewish population. It is. It's for all people. This is our Christmas. This is the coming of the Christ to the Gentile world. And this is the purpose that Jesus came for. He's the one that said, the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. He's not talking about nations there, racial groups. He's talking about all people that are lost. He has come to be their Savior. Paul writes in Timothy, God our Savior wants all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. The epiphany of our Lord continues to this very day. Arise and shine, your light has come. The glory of the Lord rises on you. That's a reality. Because it doesn't depend on you. It depends on the promise of God. This is God's promise to you. You're not alone. You may struggle with darkness, but you struggle with darkness while you're in the light. Because that light has shined on you, and God's glory rises on you. The Lord rises on you, and his glory appears over you. Can you see it? Do you know it? Trust me, the world has a completely different message. It's a message of darkness. It's a message of a God that doesn't love his people so much that he would send his only son to be their savior. Nations will come to your light, kings to the brightness of your dawn. Now maybe you're having a hard time thinking to yourself, I don't see it in my life. Really? How'd you get here today? Not besides the car. I mean, spiritually speaking. 
Somebody told you. Somebody shared the message of Jesus Christ with you. You were a part of that nation that was brought to this life. Many of us through the waters of holy baptism. Some of us from the witness of people we work with. Some of, uh, of, of us as our own personal search for a place that preaches Christ and Christ crucified. We are living examples of the epiphany that's happening. You have children, you have grandchildren. What are you doing? You're raising them to know Jesus as their Savior. We're living the epiphany. Is it going to be a struggle? Absolutely. It's dark out there. We'll have no help from anyone other than God's Holy Spirit. And that's all the help we need. We have been led to see. We've been led to know. We've been led to believe in Christ as our Savior. We share that good news with those who do not know the Savior, both Jew and Gentile, that they too would come to the light, come to the promise of God's salvation in Jesus Christ. In his name we pray.